Why, hello, it is Adam. Welcome back to Bringing It Backwards, a podcast where both legendary and rising artists tell their own personal stories of how they achieve stardom. On this episode, we had a chance to hang out with siblings Anastasia and Max of the band The Haunt over Zoom video. Max is three years older than Anastasia, and they both got into music obviously the same way. Their parents were uh, big music fans involved in the local music scene in Florida. And they put both Max and Anastasia in piano lessons at an early age. When they found out that Anastasia could really sing, they put her in voice lessons at the same time Max was kind of learning guitar. He still played the piano. When Anastasia started doing her first shows, she'd play different coffee shops. She had such bad stage fright that she had Max sit on the stage with her. He would just sit there. They did about five shows that way. And it was kind of like, well, why don't we just have you in the band? We'll start a band. So they've always really played together. They talked about playing legit shows with their own music when Anastasia was just 12 and Max was 15. They did two huge European tours while Anastasia was still in high school. I think she was a sophomore in high school and they're going to Europe touring, touring the full United States. So we hear about that, where they were in the pandemic hit, all about their recent EP, Social Intercourse, the new music they have coming out and this huge tour they're doing with The Who. You can watch our interview with Max and Anastasia on our Facebook page and YouTube channel at Bringing It Backwards. It would be awesome if you subscribe to our channel, like us on Facebook, and follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at Bringing Back Pod. And if you're listening to this on Spotify or Apple Music, it'd be amazing if you follow us there as well and hook us up with a five-star review. We'd appreciate your support if you follow and subscribe to our podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. We're Bringing It Backwards with The Haunt. My name's Adam, and this is about you guys, your journey in music, and uh, how you got to where you are now. Awesome. Sweet. Uh, so first off, you guys are siblings, I take, from what I read. <laughs> is, is this a true story? Yes, <laughs> it's a true story. Okay. I've known uh, Wikipedia get me in the past, so I just wanted to clarify, but um, just kidding. Uh, so siblings, who's older, Max or Anastasia? Yeah, I'm who's older. older? Okay. I'm 22. 22. Uh, just okay. Very cool. And uh, well, how did you both get into music? Is there is your family musical at all or? They're not uh, musicians, but music was definitely a big part of our childhood growing up. They really were interested in us, like taking when we were really young, they put us in like piano lessons and stuff like that. And uh, music, we've always been surrounded by music. They were huge hip hop fans and, and 90s rock fans and stuff like that. So we uh, we grew up on that shit. Am I yeah. yeah, yeah, sure. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> Right on. So piano lessons, you said early on, were both of you in piano lessons? Yeah, we both started like when we were young in piano lessons. Um, and I didn't really like want to do them when I was young. I didn't care very much. And eventually, like when she started singing, when we realized that like she could sing, I was like, well, I guess I should start taking this seriously. And I also picked up guitar at the same time. And it kind of just came together like that. Okay. And what about you? Yeah, Anastasia? There. So he was like, Doing nothing. He I'm sorry? I said he would just like sit on the stage with me and do nothing because I needed someone there. I was I like was, her support animal. Yeah. <laughs> oh, what were but you doing? just him, singing? I was singing and he couldn't even look at me. He was facing the audience, but sitting on the stage. And yeah, so then he started playing guitar because we were like, this is fucking weird. Yeah, it's getting weird. So, <laughs> okay. So, well, real quick, well, I want to back up here. So, you both were in piano lessons at separate times. Like, did you take it as a young kid, Max? And then Anastasia, you took it later in life there? Well, I'm later in life because I'm younger. But as far as, yeah, I mean, like a yeah. few years down the line, I meant 
Then yeah. you take it. Okay. I still take piano now, but okay. Yeah. So you can, t- and then around that time too, Maxie started playing guitar. Yeah, exactly. Right around the time that we realized she could sing and she would make me like sit on the stage. Um, but when, when did you learn how, when did you learn that you could sing Anastasia? I didn't really learn I could sing. I was always singing. And then okay. my dad kind of was trying to convince everyone that like, this is, this is more than just he would singing. Like, I, guess. I, I remember it probably more clearly than you do. Yeah. Like he was like, I was like eight. So. <laughs> uh, okay. He, he, he would hear her sing and he was like, I think she can like really sing. And mm-hmm. my mom, like not, she was like always a huge believer in us, but I think at the beginning, like she thought like, I, it's my daughter. Like, I think she can sing because she's my daughter. Like, right. Mom, and she didn't want to like convince herself that like she was more actually than really good. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then sure. eventually it was like, <laughs> that's when I first started lessons. He was like, no, let's, let's try it out. Let's yeah. Let's do it. And okay, then so eight, really you put her, you went into voice lessons at that point then? Yeah. When I was okay. like eight. Okay. Yeah. And were you singing just what uh, other cover songs? And like, where were these shows happening where you were on the stage, Max? They were happening mostly at coffee houses. Like, like open mics, open mics. And like, things like oh, that. Oh, interesting. And yeah. you would just go, what, do covers or you had your own songs at this point? At that point, I was doing covers, but I wrote my first song when I was like nine. And wow. it was honestly like, it was like more twangy than rock it was like blues she had country vibes. it was like country blues she was very country country driven for some reason which is funny because it she wasn't listened supposed to... to be country it was just like you know how like songwriter songs are uh, right, so, right. Mm-hmm. so that's just how i started but okay. most of my songs like still to this day start off as like blues songs like blues belty yeah, no, she writes like mostly like ballads and i think and they he are makes a them rock. little less country they're not country <laughs> anymore right like there I was going to say, I was, the, the records I was listening to weren't country. But. Well, there's, there's yeah. no country. There's no country. Yet. That was just the first song I ever wrote had a little bit of country because I was uh, going through a country phase. We went to uh, Nashville and we brought the, our, my acoustic guitar and like we played like a couple of shows out there. And then she came back and she was like, I just, I'm gonna be she was wearing star. boots and she was wearing <laughs> cowboy hats. It was short lived. Yeah, it was like okay. a couple months, but she was super into it. But if wow. we're talking time frame wise. <laughs> <laughs> okay well you were from originally where florida yeah oh what part of florida south florida south florida yeah, what's yeah. it like growing up there was there a lot of music i mean oh, florida's yeah, huge yeah. and there's like i mean pockets of where ba- big bands have came out of but um, yeah, yeah. What, okay so we're from boca which is where marilyn manson's from um, oh nice and uh we we kind of grew up around music because my parents were like they're not musicians but they were they're some of their best friends were were musicians who were in like the local like Fort Lauderdale music scene. Okay. So, well, our mom's best friend is our bassist now. She wasn't our bassist. She then. wasn't our bassist then. She was our manager then. She was oh, like, interesting. She was yeah. in different bands down there, so they were all like our parents were involved in the music scene yeah. before us. <laughs> and oh, she okay. Was kind of the person, our bassist Nat Smallish. She uh, she was the person at that point who like after she had she was in a couple bands and then she stopped doing music for a little while. And actually pretty like good amount of time. She stopped doing yeah. music for her. And in the, in between um, she was like, I kind of want to like, she was managing a couple of like local bands, us being one of them. And she kind of helped us like get the whole beginning of our career started. And then once we found out that we were going on tour with Palais, we were actually like without a bassist at that point. And she was like, well, we were like, you got to do it. <laughs> <laughs> and so she, she just jumped in and she's been our bassist since then. Yeah. Wow. Okay. 
Well, I want to go back. Okay, so Florida, real quick. So when do you come to Nashville? Were you songwriting at this time or was this just like a family trip? I'm in, in Nashville area, but I'm so new to it. So I'm just curious, like, was this a trip here for like music or was we it just go like, there like a lot at this time? when I, was I had a really close friend who lived out there and we would go there like a lot. We would just go visit there. Yeah. It was like one of our main like places when we got away, we would go to Nashville. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. It wasn't like you were traveling here to like record a record or something. No, like that. we would play shows every time we went. We would play shows out there. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, there's like the one place. It's like in a hotel, and it's like a famous open mic venue. I can't remember what it was. And we also went to the Bluebird one time. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. That's cool. That's really cool. Okay, so once you start playing Anastasia, and you're playing these coffee shops. Um, at this point, are you playing guitar with her yet? Or you're not playing guitar with her, right, Max? But you could play guitar. So we. When we went to Nashville, I was already playing with her and stuff. But we were like but uh, prior to that, when when she was doing those coffee shops, like early on, you said like piano while we, she he, we have like on our we have videos of him like playing guitar at those shows too. Those shows without him, with him just sitting on the stage, were like short lived as well. That was like probably Maybe a year. Yeah. Uh, okay. Less than a year, probably like four or five shows that he would sit there. Yeah, and then we did like, and uh, it was just because. You just wanted the comfort up there? Or like super so shy. shy. Like super, super shy. Okay. Like gotcha. making people at the coffee house turn around while she's saying shy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Can you guys all turn around? <laughs> I, no, I would like point at people. And, yeah, it was. Don't look at me. Don't look at me. <laughs> that's funny. Okay. You, like, you also have to realize like she was. Really young. Yeah. So she mean, was, like, and her at eight looked like a little baby. Like she looked like an actual baby. <laughs> Well, that takes a lot of courage. I mean, at any age to get up there, especially at a coffee shop when no one, I mean, it's, it just, that, oh, yeah. that's a terrifying thing. When I got up there, I was, I was belting going it out. It. I was fucking going for it. Um, I think that that's a big part of why you're not shy. Anymore. I think it's the biggest part of why you're not shy anymore is you found that like through music. Yeah. Through performing. Did you, mm-hmm. did you have any, like Max, just being the older brother, did you want to play in the band with your sister? I mean, I don't know if it's a weird question, but I was just curious, like maybe you were like, ah, I don't really want to do that. I want to, you know, play with my friends like, or whatever. I don't know. I never like really like thought about it. I was kind of just like, we did it like once or twice. And then it was just like that way forever. Then uh, okay. it, was just, it was weird. Like it kind of never like felt like um, there was any like question, right? Like it kind of no. just it happened. Like, and then I was like, yeah, like, people like this. Okay. And oh, okay. the other thing was we like loved the white stripes. So we were like, this is the coolest thing ever. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Okay, cool. Yeah. Um, and when do you start writing songs? Like how, like, and what, so the band forms, what, how many years, like, pre, like a few years later, like, tell me the pro- the progress of like going from coffee shop to then you joining as guitar player, piano player, and then where it kind of led from there. Yeah, we, um we started, we did like open mics and covers and stuff like that. And we started introducing like some songs that we both wrote um into the set a a little bit by the time you were like 11 and then and then the songs that we actually ended up playing and became like haunt songs when we added like a drummer that all happened at like 12 when she was 12. yeah wow that's Uh, incredible was we were playing out at real venues when i was 12. yeah and we spent uh, for some reason like we waited like three years to we tried like a couple times with different producers to like record a record and it like failed miserably because everybody Mm -hmm. wanted to like turn to a disney star yeah like our song (laughs) on our uh, ep the haunt all in black was written when i was 12. Really? Yeah. Whoa. Okay. So you're writing like 
Yeah, these songs yeah. at 12 and every time you'd go into a studio, they'd be like, no, you should do this pop song. And, you oh, know, yeah. and or they would take her songs and turn them into that, yeah. which was even worse. Oh, interesting. <laughs> it was like a year of going to different or like two years of going to different people at different studios that all did the same thing. Yeah. And wow. It was, it was weird. And it was and we had people like trying to like lock us into these weird contracts and stuff like producers. Trying of course, to like when us. you're young and they're trying, right. they're like really trying to take advantage of like what they could do with the project. And we were kind of just like said, fuck that. And we just waited for a while until like the right guy came along and we kept hearing his name, Josh Diaz. And then I, um, we like co-produced the record together with me and him. And oh. I was, you, when we made the record, you were like 14. 14 and yeah. so and like, it was released when I was like 15, I think. Yeah. So you're like, I don't know. Uh, yeah, I was like eight, 17. 17, 18. Yeah. That's so crazy. You guys, you're playing shows at 12 and you were at like 15 max. Yeah, exactly. I mean, yeah. that's still so young. Both of you so young to be playing. Like, yeah, we, pro- would, we would play like, we have, and like a lot of the shows were like on weekdays and stuff. And we would just, we went to the same school. And so we would like uh, go, we would like leave school, drive to Miami. Cause that's where the main scene was at that time. It's moved up now Fort Lauderdale, Boca now like have their own music scenes, but Back then it was Miami um, and we were playing like Churchill's, which I don't know if you've ever heard of it, but it's like where Marilyn Manson like made his bones playing that venue. It's like the grimiest CBGB like Miami. Really? I've read man, man, like his books, but I don't, it's been so many years. I don't recall. Yeah. And Um, I don't even know if he referenced it, but it is like, like known in the area that like Marilyn Manson used to play there. And it was like. A lot of the venues I would play down there too. I would have to play and then get out. (laughs) Oh yeah. I bet. Yeah. Could you stay? I mean, even at 15, you probably couldn't stay in. They didn't really, they care. Didn't really care as much about me. I think they were like worried about the liability with her being like, she looked like an actual child. <laughs> <laughs> so like, you, you're not really 12. <laughs> oh, wow. Is Marilyn Manson like a, is he like a big deal? I mean, I would imagine like, so people know that he, you know, was born and raised there and was playing these venues there. Is it like a pretty cool? I mean, known thing yeah, one of those yeah. things that everybody like acknowledges and talks about but then like okay. he also doesn't like he doesn't choose to claim south florida very much so he, right. like it's not one of those things that's like so well known and that's why a lot of people like it's only people that like play churches who even like care about it i feel like okay but he went to the high school that like we were zoned for and everything really because he grew up yeah. with his grandparents right he grew up with his grandparents house? Grandparents in Boca Raton, yeah oh that's, my that's god that's so nuts. So, yeah. wow. But you guys didn't end up going to that school? No, we didn't. We went to like a smaller school. All our friends went there though. Yeah. But, and like a lot of like bands that were friends with down here now and stuff like that, they all went to, it's called Boca High. We went to a small school that was like really flexible with like me touring and leaving for a year, my sophomore year. <laughs> yeah. Okay. That makes and sense. And even when we weren't touring, we went to school like two days a week and like piled all of our classes into those days and we did everything else. Um, all the other days studio, were days, studio days and music days, like only. That's amazing. Yeah, that makes sense. I mean, if your band's starting to do stuff and you guys are, what, 12 to 15, and as it kind of progresses, it's like, you know, why are we going <laughs> to, yeah, no, why no. are we going to go to school five days a week? And how are yeah, you going to, yeah. like, even and, do and they that? were super great with, like, working with us with it. Although we didn't think she was going to graduate, but she did. But I did. <laughs> Congratulations. <laughs> well, we knew she was going to graduate. We knew it was going to be on time. <laughs> on time. I had so much work from the, Fucking, yeah. like a year that she had to take off essentially because it was right through the like school year period of the year uh-huh. um, where we went on three tours with Palais Royale. We went to Europe with them twice. And then we went to, uh, we did the U S and Canada run with them. 
That's so, amazing. Yeah. That's and it was like right in the middle of your like what sophomore, sophomore year. Oh <laughs> wow. I want to get to that, like how that progress kind of happened. I have one more quick, my last Marilyn Manson question is, do they acknowledge that he actually went to that school or is it kind of like this thing where they, it's like, oh, this, you know, bat, like we don't want to like reference the fact that Marilyn Manson attended the school. No, the school is pretty, I think, I don't know. Like, I, don't I, didn't, know. I didn't go there, but everybody who goes there acknowledges it. It's a pretty, it's the only like famous person that went there. So, no, it's the only like famous person that went there. I was going to yeah. say Ariana Grande, but she went to, no, she she went went to, to a, a private school. school. Oh, but she grew up in the area too. She grew oh, up in yeah. Boca, yeah. Oh, that's cool. That's great. From Ariana Grande to Marilyn Manson. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they just have this picture of Marilyn Manson on the wall. That'd be pretty yeah, amazing. That'd be pretty, I, don't know if they, I don't think they, uh, you know, he's not like an ex quarterback. They don't, they don't spy. Like, <laughs> they don't have his t shirt hanging in the yeah, gym. Exactly. <laughs> uh, okay. Well, get back. Well, let's get back to you guys. So, you start recording or you, the band really kind of starts at what 12 15 and then you didn't record a record until you're 14 in what 19 18 19 yeah like around yeah we were right recording around. all those years but like but nothing ever released because it was all all that pop yeah. reference okay and then so tell me like when do you get these tour offers and like how does it kind of jump to the next level so everything kind of happens we jump to the next level we were called anastasia max at that time mm -hmm. <laughs> and uh we released the EP under that name. And then we did a little like record store tour. Um, we did that twice, actually two years in a row, one time before the record. And then one time right after the first EP came out, we where were you touring just up and down Florida? Coast. East coast, okay. all the way up to New York. We did a couple shows. Um, and yeah. we, we did Nashville and we did New York and we did Louisville. And like, we just kind of like a mostly East coast run up, up the, mm -hmm. uh, up the coast and, and back. And then, uh, we we something happened at one of those piano shows in New York, um, which is a venue. And does that change anything for anyone? No, I didn't look like it. Okay, cool. Um, <laughs> and so something happened at one of those shows, and we picked up like some like consultant type managers at at that point. Um, what do you mean something happened? You just pe people came yeah, up. Yeah, people, people at there. that show that we had like a big piano show. Okay. Uh, we have a bunch of family in New York. Our, our parents are actually from New York. So we have a lot of family up there. Okay. And so we had one of these, like, uh, one of these, we called these two guys and they were like consulting for us. And uh, they, one of them knew. Had worked with them in the past. Had worked with Palais. They knew Palais. And, and he like basically just like called them and asked them if like they would take us on tour. <laughs> and they were, and we went to Warp Tour. The last Warp Tour show ever was in West Palm Beach. Florida them. so we went and we met them there and we talked and then they took us on both runs that we actually were like thought we were only going to do the Europe run with them and then we did Europe and North America with them no and, and we, it was so casual like we ended the we ended the last North American North run. American run and like they were walking away like getting on their bus and they were like we'll see you on the next tour right and so he like and then they just took us like, again to Europe. Yeah, you <laughs> wow that's incredible just off there that's really cool to hear a band that that is that cool like oh yeah we'll take them why not yeah and, like no, the, and with the success that they have you know and especially in europe like we were the only support on that tour wow uh, so that was like an incredible opportunity and it really like uh gave us our little jump start mm -hmm. to like and that and right before that tour is when we switched the name over to the haunt and uh we you know and then when we came back from those tours we started recording the uh 
the social intercourse EP, we flew out to Phoenix and recorded that with uh, Matt Good. Mm-hmm. Um, and over the course of the pandemic, we just released that, and now we're working on like a full length record. Wow! Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm curious. Came back from a tour with the Who of North America and Canada, and we're leaving, and we're leaving in <laughs> like thirty week. days <laughs> for another run with them. Yeah, I saw it. You're, I'm from San Diego originally. You guys are playing uh, Humphreys. I saw on your tour list. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's like the first show, I think. Yeah, I think it is, which is hilarious yeah. because they're they're he- you know the Who are heavy, right? I mean, yeah. their band, and you guys aren't. Like, you're pretty heavy too. And when it comes to like that venue, is like known for like it's more of like a yacht rock venue. I feel like <laughs> like they're like no, but it's a it's a beautiful venue. I mean, it's yeah. on the bay in San Diego. Like you're, you're the literally on you'll be on the stage and to the right is just like the water and boats. Like oh, you're that outside? close. Yeah, it's outside. It's like an oh, amphitheater shit. outside. It's so dope. But it's just funny because people that have a lot of money that have their boats there will like come out and they'll depending on who I mean like Ringo stars played there and like different oh, people, cool. Tom Petty, like they'll come over and like watch and cause you can see like, you know, pretty directly onto the stage. Um, <laughs> like just the fact that there's bigger and like heavier bands playing at this venue now is just funny for me to look and see, oh, but is- I was looking at other bands that were coming there and I'm like, okay, well I get it. Like that you, it fits now that like yeah. with the tour, but it's just funny to think like when I lived there and when shows had come through there, it was never a show like that that would ever yeah, it sounds like, a, like it sounds like like a tommy bahama you know like it a- is it, no legit that's yeah. what it is <laughs> that's what it reminds me of so that, that's just cool that you guys are playing there i thought that was awesome yeah they we've played a really cool like interesting venues with them we played you know as a rock band we're like a more traditional type of rock band than, than they are we put on like a show and, right you know we it's the ba- but it's a band and so they they are more comfortable playing in like more strange venues i feel like for this like seated theaters and that was something we had to get there's just like a whole thing it's like a whole it's like, a show it's like a show it's yeah. crazy it's like a whole i don't know how to explain well there yeah this venue is like is seated in the sense that like it's like these you know regular just like lawn chair type not lawn chairs <laughs> but it's like the chairs that you'd sit at like a wedding you know what I mean? Okay. <laughs> they have like those that are like okay. kind of lined up. Yes. They do like award <laughs> stuff there. And, and it's just, it's cool that you guys are playing there. I mean, don't get me wrong. It's just so yeah. funny to see these like certain bands that are playing that venue. I would have never guessed in a million years. <laughs> like, yeah. And we, we felt that way a couple of shows when we came on the first who tour, like we, uh, we were like, I, I've never imagined that we would be playing a seated theater. <laughs> you yeah, know? yeah. And some of those seated theaters, like people aren't allowed to stand up. Like if you stand up, like people ushers will like tell you to sit down. And so like we had to like adjust. It was it was a weird thing because people still really enjoyed the show, but it's weird because you can't tell. <laughs> Sometimes right. you're sitting in in the the vet, the atmosphere of a theater is like more like a as opposed to like a <laughs> scream and go crazy kind of thing. But everybody was buying merch and like it was no, yeah. still really awesome. No, but still, like, yeah. even at the ones that they'd have to be seated, there was still like hand movements, anything like that. That was like way stuff. <laughs> yeah, there would be the like bed, in the like, chair. Like, <laughs> I think I don't know that. Maybe they've changed it up though. They must. Maybe you can. They'll just move, move the chairs. I mean, I don't uh, know. We, just looking at a lot of venues too. They, they, there's a bunch of venues at this size that they can like remove the chairs, which. Yeah. Like I said, they just, they're just like wedding seats. Like they have to like physically go out and put into like rows, but um, it wouldn't make, it wouldn't, uh, I wouldn't be shocked if it was just like open grass and people could just. 
that would be you sick. Do, do what they're going to do. But it's a, I mean, it's a cool spot. You're going to, you guys are going to be like, whoa, like this is really rad. Cause I mean, you're literally looking at the ocean from yeah. the side of the stage. So, and we're coming through Nashville too. Yeah. I did see that as well. So yeah. that's amazing. Um, well, yeah. Uh, I want to get to that tour, but I'm, conf- I'm, I want to talk to you guys about that first tour going to, you did Europe as the, on the first tour, right? Yeah. And like, what I mean, do your parents have to go with you? You must have been young, right? I mean, to so yeah, my mom to jump on a tour like that. Yeah, our mom, she was 15 when we went on that tour. So our mom came with us and it was Europe. So like my dad wanted to come too. So oh yeah, they both went on that. They one. both went on both of the Oh Europe yeah, tours. I but would. <laughs> my kid was doing it. Yeah, right. <laughs> on our North American runs, uh yeah, our mom usually just comes. Our dad will fly in. He'll fly in for shows, but like he has to work. <laughs> yeah. Oh sure. Okay. But that's rad. I mean, to come out to Europe, had you ever been to Europe before? Only I, we had been to Iceland for New Year's one time, but that was the oh, only wow. year we've been to. That's rad. Like, so go ahead. No, I was just saying it was crazy. <laughs> oh, <laughs> like, yeah. I'm talking about Europe, those shows, like going yeah. there and playing for the first time. No, that was insane. That's so like, yeah, I can't even imagine like going to a whole different country, like different countries and you're, you're playing all these shows, but there must've been huge rooms where those are probably the biggest shows you had ever played at this point. Yeah. Well, at that point, a hundred percent. And we, uh, and there's a few, like the one that we played in like the UK that, that are like, that's still probably the biggest show we've ever played was when we ended the last tour in the UK. I think it was like 2,500 people or something like that. Wow. Um, a lot of the who venues are, are, are similar in size to those now. Mm-hmm. And so, um, but yeah, I think that one was still like, the biggest, it was uh, supposed to be booked for in London. It was supposed to be booked for this venue called Coco where like Ariana Grande did her like release show. And it's, it's a pretty like famous venue. But mm-hmm. it was about to collapse. So they had to move the show and we had to like move our plane tickets. Plane tickets. Oh, wow. So it was like a whole process. Oh, but, my gosh. Uh, but yeah, we were able to like play this even bigger venue and they were able to expand the tickets even more. And- but even our first show that we played with Palais, like their fans are diehard cult fans. Oh, yeah, I know. It's nuts. And so like they didn't, we thought like, oh, they don't know us. Like we'll have to like win them over. But like the first show we played was in Cologne. Berlin. Berlin. The first show we played was in Berlin. Um, the first show we ever played with Palais and like everyone was singing the words to our song and like it was crazy. That's rad. That yeah. is rad. Like, because we're with Palais, like just because we were associated with them, yeah, they're they, like they're they into fans it. of us. Yeah. <laughs> That's like the 1975 fans are pretty pretty similar. Like they'll do a lot of research on the opening acts and yeah. know all of their stuff, which is rad. Not not a whole lot of bands fans will do that, <laughs> you know, research the openers, which I think is so cool. Yeah. Then they do. They, uh, 1975 is cool too, because they like almost always end up, he almost always ends up signing the bands that he takes on tour with them. Right. Right. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Uh, so you come back from Europe, then you do, uh, you said a North American run with, with them and yeah, another yeah. European yeah. run. And then we did, yeah, we had like two weeks in between and then we did North America with them. And that was like 60 days, like the actual tour. Yeah. We, we came home for Christmas and then we left again in February, I think, or like for the, the next European run. Yeah. Wow. And then where were you when the pandemic hits? When does that happen? Were you on tour? No, we were home. Uh, we had, right we had, what? where were we going? We were going to Austin. Oh yeah. We were, oh, about, you're gonna... oh yeah. Yeah. We were about to play uh, uh, South by Southwest. South by Southwest. Okay. Yeah. That, I remember that got canceled. That was like, uh Oh, this is like some serious it, stuff yeah, I, happening. I like, oh, it's real. Um, yeah. It was NBA, Tom Hanks, South by Southwest. And then it was a problem. Uh, yeah, now we're 
we uh, we had just played a show opening for Red Jumpsuit Apparatus in North Florida, and oh, then cool. we had all of our stuff, and we were literally ready to just leave from there to go to Texas. By the time we played that show, there was like one case, like in that Florida, was for, like two days, yeah. yeah. And everybody was kind of like joking. It was a meme, like everybody was just joking about it. People didn't like, know how crazy and. Yeah, I remember when I like first like there was an article that said like coronavirus comes from Corona beer or does not come from yeah, Corona, yeah. drinking Corona beer or something like that. And yeah. I, and at that point, I'm like, what the hell are they talking about? And like weeks later, it was like, oh, okay, this is this is a, like a thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And so yeah, we had to cancel that, and then we uh, we had an album already recorded, the the social intercourse album, and we so that was finished. That was finished prior okay mastered and we were kind of just waiting to release it and we were like we're not gonna like you know they said two weeks right so we're like we're not gonna release it and then it was like a month and then it was two months and everybody's like okay this is not going away Mm -hmm. and so we just put a game plan together during the pandemic to slowly release the record so that we could you know have more engagement and talk with our audience and like start to like you know open back up to them again about what we've been doing and Mm -hmm. we made like we had to go through like crazy covid protocols to make like music videos for the <laughs> for the songs like tiny little crews and we were able to some of the music videos we literally made in our living room because really yeah and there was like like we were taking it super seriously but then our drummer nick <laughs> his family was like on super lockdown and Uh-oh. and we were we were like on lockdown like we were wearing we were not like I don't Being want to say right, 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 right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I see. Yeah. People were just we, taking it a little bit more. Well, we had serious like, a lot of people in our yeah. house because our house is already me, him, my mom, our dad. Yeah. Um, and we have like his girlfriend. I had a boyfriend at the time and it was like all in one house. All of, all of, oh, we were wow. all in the same bubble. Our cousin. Yeah. Our tour manager was with us for a while because he couldn't go back after south after south by southwest was canceled he was with us and we weren't going to send him to the place where covid was the worst yeah go home to the walking dead in in la so he was in la okay yeah Yeah. wow we we were so we were in one house and just it felt like all in it together this is from san diego you might not like have something like this but like in florida we have hurricane parties and it's like yeah we didn't have that so like it's like a thing especially in florida it's a thing and it <laughs> and like you because the power goes out and like you know everybody kind of just like comes together in one place and you just like lock the house down and you're just chilling like you just kinda, for like you drink for a couple days <laughs> for like the year what that's like so year. yeah yeah but that was like our entirety of 2020 yeah <laughs> so we didn't like, yeah we didn't go out of our bubble we kept those people and then no one was allowed to leave we sent him out to the grocery me store me and my tour manager were the only people who were like i didn't go out for like probably like six months. No, I go like to the park or something, but I didn't go out. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. We, we wow. would like sit in the front yard with like do fires. It was 95 degrees outside. It Fireworks, just anything we could think of. <laughs> well, that's yeah. I mean, knowing like I've oh, never wow. like living in Florida, having that many hurricanes, like that's insane. You have hurricane parties, you just like know that it's coming and you just go, okay, well, we'll just wait it out. Like, yeah, I mean, that's <laughs> now like more and more like it's way less dangerous in, in florida there's like better um like the houses are made to code now where like hurricanes okay. are like very and most people that i know are either have like a really easy shutter system or they have like hurricane like these are hurricane glass windows and uh, okay do you barely you can literally sit here like, no, but you can like sit here and like watch watch it and people like it's yeah. it's such a common thing in florida that like people are just like 
you know, they just yeah coming up on it right now after spring. Yeah, it's about to be hurricane season. Oh my, yeah, they did. Well, it's weird because here in Tennessee, they said that it's going to be snowing like on Saturday, and it's it, it's like sixty. Yeah, it's like perfect outside i'm like what do you mean it's gonna snow and like i guess some storms coming through i don't know if it'll hit you guys in florida but i'll actually be in florida on saturday we're going to orlando oh awesome. you, yeah you, my family and my wife and my kids and we're gonna go to universal studio so oh yeah you made the right choice Universal's better than disney <laughs> we went to disney before and yeah. uh yeah and so this time we're gonna do universal but um yeah that's awesome so it's just crazy the hurricane thing is just like <laughs> weather is to me is so crazy now because san diego doesn't really get much weather at all it's always just like overcast looking and like 70 and yeah. like here now there's like tornadoes and snow and you know <laughs> rain and everything else and then thinking yeah. like you guys have to hit deal with hurricanes to the point where like you're like oh this is normal <laughs> we got yeah, hurricane we windows like, we're good <laughs> we were like a couple, couple weeks back or a couple months back now like we experienced our first earthquake Oh my god! And I was like, "Well, I'll take oh. a over this." Anyway. It was like a year ago now. That was like last April. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I had. I've dealt with quite a few earthquakes in my day, but yeah, but those are so few and far between. I've we never thought, been in a bad one. Yeah, I've never experienced that, and we thought a car crashed into the garage at the house. Yeah, was this when it happened, and it felt like me and my me and my, our drummer Nick we were like sleeping in the bed together. We, you know how. Sure. Her <laughs> life, and then, uh, but I thought he was like shaking me to wake me up that's how like, oh wow it, was. And I was like, it oh. happened and i immediately started crying like i had never <laughs> i had never experienced anything like that yeah it's pretty wild i yeah, especially if you don't know what's happening it's just like whoa like, wait, yeah, what i've never experienced anything like it yeah. hurricanes like you don't even like it's like a thunder there's like loud sounds yeah but... there's some loud thunder okay well, like in your house every now and then like a coconut <laughs> So, well, okay. So you guys helped, you had the record done and you just what, held on to it for a while and then re- slowly released it. And it's out now, obviously the new EP. Yeah. So we like, we were sitting on it and then like us and our management team at the time. Yeah. We were waiting to release it so that we could tour it, but right. we like, no tour is happening anytime soon. And there was no vaccine at that point and nothing, it didn't look, it looked grim. So we were just like, might as well put the music out there. There'll be another record by the time it's time to tour. And, uh, cause we were working on a lot of music for like the this record that we're are uh, finishing up now okay so, uh yeah we were just like let's just start releasing it and so yeah we kind of just <laughs> we just started releasing we have to get it. something out yeah, yeah. it had been sure. like a whole year since we did the first ep and then we did two singles um and then we were just waiting and we we're like mm-hmm. we can't wait any longer like we have to put stuff out so we started putting all the songs on the ep out as singles and made some like covid friendly music videos and everything kind of like started it, it really started to like no one was releasing music at that mm-hmm. point which was really cool because it was like an open world for us to just like release music into and right all press picked up our our first release and that's amazing it was, it, yeah it was, it was really cool and we were able to like start to like really start building our audience back up again for you know when the world opened back up uh-huh. and then you're just committed at that point. I just learned production <laughs> and uh, me and our drummer produced like half the songs on the record for this new record that's coming out. And uh, we did half the songs with Kevin Thrasher and our manager, Brandon Friesen did a couple songs on the record too. That's amazing. That's amazing. And when do you, in the record is, you said it was almost, it's not done yet, but it's almost finished. It's basically done. We have like a couple th- last things to tie up, but it's, it's pretty close. Yeah. Very cool. 
That's exciting. Yeah, we're super excited about it. We, we can't we can't wait. This is definitely my favorite thing that we've done. Yeah, me, me too. For sure. Are you guys playing any of the songs on the road or no? Uh, yeah, we're playing a couple of them. I think we're playing. I think we're playing three of them. Yeah, two of them. three of them three of them okay oh sure 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 (laughs) (laughs) three of them awesome well yeah the tour kicks off april 16th and you're playing san diego humphreys that's so awesome yeah and then you're coming through here i'm looking at your schedule now so may 9th may 9th canary ballroom so that's awesome i'll be a natural for my birthday we should party (laughs) yeah when's your birthday my birthday's may 10th Oh, very cool. Yeah. So you'll be, yeah, because you're playing the night before and then you have a day off for your birthday and then it looks like you're oh, going to yeah. be in. I'm off on my birthday. Yeah. And then you're playing Louisville the next day. So awesome. Yeah. Let's all, uh, let's do something. So um, yeah. I'll definitely come to the show. That's awesome. awesome. And I appreciate you guys doing this interview. Thank you so much. Of course. Yeah. yeah. Thank yeah. you for having me. Yeah. One more quick question. And I want to get an answer from both of you. It's cool. I want to know if you have any advice for aspiring artists. You go first, but yes, we do have advice. Learn, okay. to do, <laughs> learn to do as many things for your own music as possible. Like when we were able, we were super reliant. We love the records that we made with Josh Diaz and we love the records that we made with Matt Good. But we, uh, uh, and every all the producers that I've co-produced with and people that have produced for us. But when you learn to be able to fully control every facet of your music, like just the artist side of it, uh, at least, um, it, it's so freeing to be able to be like, I know what I want this to sound like, and I'm just going to re- record it. I'm just going to make it happen. That's like my biggest advice. I feel like we've made the biggest jump in our music recently. And I think that's, that's why is because we have been able to have a little bit more control over what the end product is. You honestly kind of stole mine. Oh, that was yours. Just having control. I'm actually going to just, can I just expand on that? I'm piggyback. No, you're not allowed. To. <laughs> <laughs> of course. Okay, no, but don't how about like this don't like don't let anyone try to control what your sound is like when we were young and starting off i feel like people were trying to tell us like do you really know what you want because yeah you're 12 you don't know what you want 12, yeah you don't but we definitely <laughs> did know what we want and we are it now which is amazing so just somebody just keep, I don't know, <laughs> keep yeah you know what you want You just got to find it and stick to it and don't let anyone tell you to not.